Welcome to the Daniel Artes podcast. And today, got a good guest, big time basketball player, former uh, USC star, former NBA player, 13 year veteran professionally, playing overseas and everything, and current uh, director of basketball operations for the Compton Magic. I got J- Jeff Chapango on the line. What's going on, brother? What's going on, man? Man, just maintaining, man. How you uh, holding up with this whole entire uh, coronavirus situation? Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy and uh, scary at the same time because you really don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, man. It's like, I just feel like it's like this airborne, you know, entire virus thing. Like if somebody just breathe on you, I just feel like it's going to be a wrap. I know. I know. Somebody sneezes, you look at them crazy now. Like, <laughs> Yeah, right. It's just feel like I'm just judging everybody, just walking past you, exactly. looking at you like, like, what are you doing? And stuff. Exactly. So. <laughs> So, um, yeah, yeah, like I said, um, welcome to the show. I'm glad to have you, man. And um, just wanted to get into it right away about, you know, your past and stuff and what you and you, what you was doing um, as far as basketball. I remember you, you know, playing with the Compton Magic when y'all was called Team Reebok. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Yeah. That was about uh, back in about like 1995, 96 when y'all started. I know y'all started in like 93, though, but I remember seeing you playing like a couple of years after y'all started and stuff. Yeah, you know? yep. It was Reebok. Yeah, so, all right, so what does a basketball director do for Compton Magic? Like, what what does that entail? I mean, it's a little bit of everything. It's help training the kids, mentoring the kids. I travel with them, so, you know, I sit on the bench with whatever game is going on at the time, whatever age group. So it's just it's just pretty much doing a little bit of everything. Oh, okay, that's, that's awesome, man. Yeah, so I see, you know, I got a lot of NBA players, but I think the last time I checked, that um, I think I had, yeah, I definitely had over ten NBA players that's involved directly with the Compton Magic. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I know that y'all have the the number one player that's going to USC. I think is it Eric Mobley or Isaiah Mobley. It's Evan, 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 Evan Mobley. Yeah, yeah. number one yeah. player. Um, you know, at USC twenty twenty, really good player and stuff. So like, um, in this current climate of basketball training, I just I always feel like a lot of these trainers today they're about branding themselves more so than helping the uh, helping you know the players get better you know what i'm saying they always try to line them up with different brands and things but i don't i don't see that from your side because i see the results of y'all players you know getting better every year you know getting to the league and everything so like like what's your opinion on these trainers today well it's not a knock on anybody but like you said they're trying to build their own brand and i mean it's a lot of money involved so you know they're trying to take pad their pockets first and with, with us you know it's just just strictly basketball, you know, trying to get the guys better, trying to get them in the right position to succeed in life, you know, get get to a good college and give them an opportunity. Yeah, I see, I see. Y'all um, put over 300 kids, and, you know, whether it's D1, D2, D3 or whatever, y'all put over 300 kids in, in college basketball. It's like, a, But y'all treat it like a family there. I noticed that also. I read an uh, article um, that y'all had. Um, I forgot the, his name. He went, to, he went from San Diego. He played on the Knicks for a little second, but um, he went – Y'all had him sitting out because he was missing a lot of tournaments and stuff. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. That no matter how big of a star player you you may have, that um, you know, if you, if you're not playing in these tournaments and stuff, just because you know you might have a name, we don't care. We're gonna we will bench you. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, you gotta you gotta take care of business. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So you you're the first Compton Magic player to go to the league, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Who else? Who else? Um, came in behind you after that? Hmm, man, it's it's, it's been so many. Like, uh, 
I don't even know, like right off the bat, like right after right after myself. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it's been so many, man. <laughs> I think uh, Demar Derozan is, is with y'all, right? No, he's not. He's not. He's not with y'all. Okay, okay, no. okay. Yeah, but I know y'all had um Alan Crabb. I know y'all had um mm-hmm. Rice DeJohn Jones and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all had a, a bunch of players. T.J. Leaf. Yep. And stuff and then mm-hmm. to, to to the current dude Evan Mobley, like you said, and I'm I got the other guy that's going to a pro. Um, he's the after the young Nigerian guy from Chino Hills, big O. This, yeah, big O. Yeah, I can't <laughs> pronounce his name though, man. But yeah, he's I, I seen him play like his game and stuff. And I really I really appreciate what y'all do over there because like I love basketball so much, man. And um, and the way the game is going, I, I was telling I tell my friends all the time like this: the way the game is going, that the NBA is actually turning into a European to a European league and you played in Europe for like over a decade. So like, do you agree with my opinion on how the game is changing towards oh, yeah. a, a yeah. European? Yeah. No, I agree because it's, uh, it's more fundamental now. You know, everybody, you gotta, you gotta uh, be able to shoot it. You gotta be able yeah. to pass it. You just can't be one dimensional anymore. You have to be able to do multiple things now. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. Most definitely. So like, um, I know y'all have the best, AAU basketball team in the, in the nation, pretty much in like all, all, all um, age groups, pretty much. I know y'all really good in the, um, you know, I, I don't think y'all play in EYBL. Y'all played in the uh, Adidas Gauntlet and everything. Yeah, we in the um, Gauntlet, yeah. The, yeah. The, the Gauntlet, yeah. Um, what is that, the, the gold division or something? Yeah, it's either gold or platinum. We, we They got a couple, it's like three or four different divisions. We're either gold okay. or platinum. Though. I, can't, I don't, can't remember which one right off hand. So like, because I know y'all, y'all all started out at first as all Compton base, and then now I know y'all rebranded to where y'all can get like the best players in the whole entire, you know, I guess LA area or mm-hmm. uh, you know Inland Empire and everything like that. So, like, what's the vetting process with that? It's just like you said. We, we when we started, in, we started with just our high school team. That's that's okay. exactly what it was. We just so we could you know play in the spring and in the summer and things like that. And then once it like really converted to AAU, it was just. Whoever's good enough, you know, basically, yeah. Whoever, no matter where you're from. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I want to get into 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 you a little bit because I know that you had an amazing amazing uh, career at USC. You know, what I mean, I followed you. You was a really good player. You was a they say you was an undersized guard, but you was a big dude. You know what I mean? Like from what I what I seen on TV, I, I thought that you was like a three four man. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you had some size on you, but I know you're about six four and stuff. So like, um, how was like the difference between you know playing college now and back then, like how how you compare the two? Like you said, back back then I was undersized, which is, which is crazy yeah. now because six four is like the the average size of like the shooting guard. But I mean, yeah, back then I was undersized, uh, and I just had to do all kind of stuff like defense, rebound. Yeah. Like I had to do I had to do it all just to get a look. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like now, it's, it's 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 so different now. It's like now with the social media, you know, being involved, it feels like. Don't you feel like sometimes, like, oh man, I, I wish I would have grew up in this era right here because it would have been totally different, you know? Because I thought that I know that you you was a great player, you know what I'm saying? And and as a, also playing basketball, you was good at track and field and stuff. A lot of people don't know that you came in second place in Pac-12 or mm-hmm. Pac-10, the Pac-10, Pac-12. Um, in your conference, you came in second place in the high jump, actually. So yep. you know, like, like. What 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 made you have a love for track and field as well? Uh, at the time, uh, my my girlfriend she was on the track team, so I was out there all the time at her practices and stuff like that. And then yeah. like the one day, the coach was like, "Hey, you want to try high jump?" And I'm like, "Why not?" And I, <laughs> I I was doing it with no practice, no technique or nothing, just jumping over the bar. <laughs> wow, that's crazy! That's crazy, yeah. man. So 
so y'all have um the young the young phenom Mikey Williams, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, man, that that kid is great. Like so, like because his it looked like to me he came out of nowhere. You know, like I I, I never heard of him until about couple of months ago you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so like mm-hmm. i tell me how his his process with y'all has um has been you know he it seems like he works really hard he really wants it hey it's crazy because he is in the gym every day like yeah every day for hours working on his craft and then you could tell i mean like this year like from last summer to the to the to the season like his his game just evolved because and he's he's working on it he works on it every day shooting handling the ball, just working on dunks. Like, he works on all that stuff he does in the game, and you can tell. It translates over right pretty good because he does it every day. He's in the gym every day, just working, just working. Yeah, to my listeners, I got a, I got a, a lot of young listeners out there, man. Tell them, you know, always tell them to work hard on your game, stay focused, and, and trust the process, and and things will, will always look up for you. So I want to I wanna, uh, move on to the, to the NBA, you know, um, before everything happened. You know, obviously the Lakers, Clippers was number one and number two in the conference. Like, like who you had, like, you know, winning it all? The Lake Show, baby. Come on now. <laughs> the Lakers, baby. <laughs> okay, so you, so you, all right, all right, you're a Lakers guy. That's cool. That's cool. You know, my brother played on the Lakers, won the title mm-hmm. and everything, you yep. know, back in 2010. But, like, don't you think the Clippers are, like, a real threat, though? Absolutely. The Clippers are, the Clippers are good. They're good. I mean, and they're stacked from top to bottom. And they got dogs over there, man. They got some dogs. Yeah, they they, they really do, man. And um, it's, it's amazing to see how many LA based basketball players is in the league, and not just regular, you know, role players like stars, you know. And mm-hmm. it's, it's just um, it's just amazing. <clears throat> so, like, you know, what we talked about, you know, before we started recording that, you know, I'm from New York City, and the New York City they say is the mecca, but I kind of feel like the mecca of basketball kind of shifted a lot, like to the West Coast now. Well, you know, I mean, it's. It happens, you know. It it'll be back over there uh, within no time. But like right now, like we have a lot, like you said, it's a lot of LA guys, a lot of superstars, all stars that's uh, running the league right now. But you know, it, it changes with time. So you know, it'll be back on the West Coast. I mean, back back on the East Coast. Yeah, but I know as a you know as a West Coast yourself, you know that gives you like a tremendous amount, a tremendous amount of pride. Like yo, like you know, my city, we making it happen and everything, you know. Oh yeah, we, we got the bragging rights right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like how like with music like the South had it, New York mm-hmm. had it, and yep. the South had it and stuff. Yep. But you know, also like I don't know if you ever played in Indianapolis. Indianapolis also has like a lot of NBA players as, as well in the league right now, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they have they have a bunch of guys, you know. But um I just I just think that it's it's just awesome how like, you know, I think I I assume that you know, LA players, they probably see how New York players are and they can realize like, hey, we work hard, you know, we can really do this and stuff. And y'all never stopped y'all never stopped staying hungry. You know what I'm saying? Y'all just kept working and kept um staying for um competitive and competing and everything like that and just willing to just, you know, show out and you know, show what y'all can prove, you know what I'm saying? That's what it's that's what it's all about, being competitive. And and the yeah. guy just stepped up to the plate. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah, you had a um, you know, um well, you played in the league for a couple of years and stuff, and I always tell players, like even my friends and everything, like playing in the league is actually not as easy as what you think. And we also we also talk about how like a lot of my friends would be like, you know, we if a player that's not really getting a lot of time or whatever like that, like they could take it. And I'm telling them like like that that's not the case. You know, I made it as far as you know the NBA summer league and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. just explain like how. Like how tough it is, like how like much of a different level it is for these people that really don't understand. 
just just being like the tenth, eleventh, twelfth guy on the team, like like you said, a lot of guys were like, oh, you know, I sit on a bench to take that check. And as my experience, I, I wasn't satisfied with that. Like <clears throat> my rookie year, I played for Cleveland. Uh, John yeah. Lucas, he didn't like playing rookies, so I, I didn't. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't play a lot of games there. And then uh, my second year, I started off in the D League. I killed the D League. I caught up to Denver, and I finished out that year strong. And then that that following year, we ended up getting uh, John Barry, uh, Vashawn Leonard. Uh, we had another uh, couple more shooting guards, but I didn't get a lot of time in. And I was like, "This, I can't do it." Like, I'm out of here. So right after that, I was I was uh, I went overseas. But I mean, yeah, it was tough. Like, because I, I wanted to play. And I wasn't yeah, yeah. sitting on the bench, and I was I was just itching to play. So I was like, you know, I just I'll just go play overseas. Like I I have fun over there because I just love the game. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's always about the love of the game. And you ended up playing. You ended up having a successful um overseas career. You know, congratulations mm-hmm. to you on that. Thanks, Actually, thanks. just congratulations to you on everything that you that you've been accomplishing. And I kind of feel like like you really just like after your basketball career is ended, you really stepping into you know helping these kids, building these kids up. And, um, you know, I just wanted to, you know, commend you on that because, like, you know, we, we need it. You know what I mean? These it. young athletes, these, yeah, these young athletes really need, you know, to understand, you know, what it takes to actually play. And you actually played there and, you know, you playing overseas, you had a successful career and you probably was working them out in practice as well. Like, like there's different levels, there's different level, um, levels to this that these kids exactly. really need to learn. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, exactly. um, after, after the practices, you know, they, they, Think they they feeling themselves, so I give them a couple of buckets here and there, <laughs> just to let them you know. Still got it? Of course, <laughs> you, yeah, that's cool, man. That's cool. <laughs> it never stops, man. Yeah. So um, yeah. So before we got here, you know, you know, um, what what y'all got coming up this year as far as with the Compton Magic and stuff like, what y'all got going on? Well, hopefully, you know, all this uh, coronavirus stuff blows over and we could get to it because uh, we supposed to be starting up in April, but you know, that's that's all on hold right now. With the uh, yeah. with all the, the AAU tournaments and everything, so you know we were just about to start all the practices and the workouts and stuff. So we, everybody's on hold right now. Yeah, they shut the gyms down, so you can't even get training in, right? Unless mm-hmm. you like go outside to an outside court or something, right? Right, right. but you, yeah, you, nobody want to go outside right now. <laughs> nobody want to go outside right now. Yeah, yeah. I noticed. I, I saw. I saw videos of, of, of Mikey Williams actually train. He trains outside more than I see him train inside. Man, hey, he don't care. He he gonna get it. <laughs> he gonna get it. <laughs> So, um, all right, one, one last thing before we get out of here. So, you know how we, you know, the NBA always talk about load management, you know, with the Kawhi Leonard situation and everything. But I always felt like it starts from even before you get to the NBA. Like, it starts from playing, you know, in the AAU all summer, then you're playing in little side leagues or whatever. And, you you know, you're not really getting a lot of rest. Like, do y'all emphasize, like, rest really? Yeah, yeah. We, like, uh, with our workouts, we, we just do it on the weekends. Like, even, even when they're out of school. Like ours is just yeah. on the weekend, Saturday and Sunday, like a couple hours, get your rest, you know, get get your little training that you want to do like during the week, like an hour or two. But no, we, we get a lot of rest. Make sure they rest it. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, because I'll I, I be telling them all the time. Like, I'll be telling these kids, I'll be telling these parents the most, like, listen, you got to monitor your kid's body. You know what I'm saying? Like he's just going to get up or she's just going to get up and, and go play. You know what I'm saying? You got to understand mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. This wear and tear stuff starts right. It starts right now. You know, you got your kid playing in, you know, four or five hundred games before you know they get somewhere with it, and then you know you realize why their career like really didn't pan out because of injury. It literally the wear and tear starts from from when you're young. 
Yeah, then they got to play in three, four sports. It's it's nothing wrong with it, but you know they have to get their rest yeah. at some point. Some point. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. So, you know, I want to thank you for coming on to this podcast, man. I really appreciate you coming on the show. Yeah, man. Hey, anytime. I I do it again whenever. Yeah, definitely. So tell everybody um how they can follow you and and your team. Uh, you know, with Compton Magic Basketball, we have our own Compton Magic Instagram page. Uh, I have an Instagram page. It's uh, CPT Rida. That's C-P-T-R-I-D-A. And then I have a Twitter. It's uh, at Jeff underscore Trepanier. That's J-E-F-F underscore T-R-E-P-A-G-N-I-E-R. And then uh, yeah, I'm just on there all the time, man, just posting stuff. All right, man. Thank you for coming on to the show. And y'all know y'all can follow me on Instagram at Daniel Artest Pod, Twitter at Daniel Artest Pod. And you know me on Facebook, the Daniel Artest Podcast. And with that being said, I'm out. But before we go, want to give a shout out to to Carly for actually linking us up together. You know, yep, she's yep. good people. I, I know, <laughs> I've known her for years. I know, you know, it's funny because she always brought you up and stuff too as well, like over the years, every time we talk. And I know that y'all was really cool, man. Yeah, you ever, yeah, seen, you ever, seen, her, you ever seen her play? You ever seen her play? Just at 24. Just at 24. Oh, no, nah, she, she, like, she, she, she's legit. Oh, no. she's yeah, big, yeah, I think big, like a little big, kind, of, kind of clips on her, some clips on her on Facebook. <laughs> Yeah, definitely, man. All right, well, with that being said, we out, man. Y'all appreciate you for coming on to the show again, brother. I appreciate you for having me. All right, man. Peace out. Yep.